Well, last week in our study of the Westminster Shorter Catechism, we looked at a couple of the question and answers that the Catechism deals with in, uh, in regards to the Fourth Commandment. There's a couple more question and answers we're going to pick up and look at this evening. So we're going to read 57, question 57 on page 972, question 57 on page 972, which gives us uh, basically the fourth commandment. And then we're going to look this evening at questions, uh, read questions 60 through 62. So page 972 in the back of your hymnal, question 57, which is the fourth commandment. The fourth commandment is, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. And then question 60, how is the Sabbath to be sanctified? The Sabbath is to be sanctified by a holy resting all that day, even from such worldly employments and recreations as are lawful on other days, and spending the whole time in the public and private exercises of God's worship, except so much as to be taken up in works of necessity and mercy. What's forbidden in the fourth commandment? The fourth commandment forbids the omission or careless performance of the duties required and the profaning the day by idleness or doing that which is in itself sinful or by unnecessary thoughts, words, or works about our worldly employments or recreations. And then what are the reasons annexed to the fourth commandment? The reasons annexed to the fourth commandment are God's allowing us six days of the week for our own employments, his challenging a special propriety in the seventh, his own example, and his blessing, the Sabbath day. Well, last week we considered the basics of the fourth commandment, and there are three things to remember. First, it's a creational ordinance built into God's work of creation. God labored six days and rested the seventh day to give us a pattern of one day in seven to rest, a creational ordinance. Second, the fourth commandment is part of the moral law. That makes it binding on all men at all times, just as the other nine commandments. And then third, up until Christ's resurrection... The Sabbath was celebrated on the seventh day of the week, and from the resurrection forward, it's been the first day of the week, which we call the Christian Sabbath. Now this week, the Catechism helps us understand what it looks like to remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy, as well as telling us why it's important, or the reasons annexed to the fourth commandment. First, the word Sabbath essentially means Rest. It's the cessation of activities that take up our time on the other six days of the week. Those are the things we chiefly rest from. And I know this is a really challenging commandment. But consider this. Basically, God is calling his people to set aside the things that won't carry on into eternity so we can have one day in seven where we actually focus on him and eternity. 
The Sabbath is an opportunity to rest from the here and now so that we can give special attention to our eternal there and then. And implementing the Sabbath obedience, I know that's hard for most of us, especially in the 21st century. But up until about 70 years ago, even the evangelical world, the Roman Catholic world, they universally celebrated and set aside the Sabbath day. The idea that it's a difficult commandment is something relatively new for the church. And I've often said this, it's okay to say our fathers in the faith held these views and they were wrong because sometimes they did get some things wrong. But we have to be willing to say, were they wrong? Or are we wrong? Because it can't be both. Implementing the Sabbath and the kind of obedience it calls us to can be difficult. But it might look something like this. You decide you're going to gather with God's people for morning and evening worship. That's not all there is to the Sabbath day. But framing your day around corporate worship is a great start. And then making the decision, you'll use the in-between time as best you can for rest and fellowship with family and other believers. Be intentional, not forced, but intentional to contemplate and talk about the things of the Lord, more so than you would the other days of the week. And be aware of special opportunities to show gospel hospitality. Those are basics that people can begin to implement at any stage of their life. Now, to be sure, there will be legitimate acts of of necessity and mercy that God's people will have to engage in on the Lord's Day. But I think we rob ourselves of joy and blessing because we don't call the Sabbath a delight, as it says in Isaiah 58, 13. And that brings us to question 72, excuse me, question 62. And it reminds us that God provided more reasons for the Sabbath than he did any of the other commandments. He he piles on reasons why we should obey this. First, he's given us the other six days to take care of our temporal business. In fact, the, the commandment says six days you shall labor. But the seventh day is special. It's a day the Lord blessed and hallowed in a unique and distinct way. And I I wonder if we believe that. That is, that it's a day of God's special blessing for his church. Or even more pointedly, do we think we need a special day of rest and gladness for the sake of our spiritual health? Oh, Matthew Henry shared the view of most Puritans, and he wrote, the streams of religion run deep or shallow according as the banks of the Sabbath are kept or neglected. And the Puritans actually had a mantra. As the Sabbath goes, so goes the church. And as the church goes, so goes the nation. There's something to that. And that wasn't just the Puritans. Dale Moody famously said, show me a nation that's given up the Sabbath, and I'll show you a nation that's got the seed of decay planted within it. D.L. Moody. Because it is a day of special blessing for God's special people. 
The Sabbath is a gift of rest in this world from the God who gives rest through the person and work of the Lord Jesus.